to episode 30 of Thorn in My Side. I'm your co I'm your host David Thorn. As always, with my co-host Ismael Brown, I'm the co-host today. Yeah, you're, you're the co-host. Today, okay, because it's Here the dir- it's our dirty thirty episode. <laughs> We're gonna and talk God about- knows I've been dirty. We're gonna talk about some dirty stuff, probably. Dirty stuff. Dirty stuff. Like what's cooking in Jeffrey Dahmer's kitchen? Just kidding. <laughs> we talked about that last episode. Talk about. I've got- <laughs> I've got me some pina colada glands. Some penis colada. <laughs> Miss Colada. <laughs> if you like penis colada. And I mean who doesn't? Like really. Oh God. So God, we had some we were gonna talk about some stuff. I know you sent me a video of sixty minutes talking about the yeah. the UAP. Yeah, the, talking about the UAP. We gotta do a cover song of WAP and call it UAP. <laughs> unidentified air phenomena <laughs> and he busting up in my air unidentified aerial phenomena <laughs> better put a condom on unidentified aerial phenomenon <laughs> <laughs> he got my he got me gushing out of my air unidentified aerial phenomenon oh Oh, oh man, I, I, I'm just thinking of like w- rhymes to to make this a, a reality. <laughs> you know what? If we can, if we can come up with enough lyric, I, I, I yes, we can do this. If we can come we up could. with enough lyrics, come on, Gray's inside of me, man. They frighten me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we can we can make this a reality. We, we got them. We I just got have them to sit, inside of me. Like, we, what the? Fuck? <laughs> we we can we can do it. I, I we're capable. We have the we have yeah, the capability. I, between the two of us, we have the ability to do this. What? But should we unleash this power on the world? The, That's the this question. is what the world needs right now. This you, is, you're, are you saying the world doesn't need the Pepsi bitch to come and like fucking hands? Oh, fucking Caitlin, where are you at with that goddamn Pepsi? Fucking, <laughs> we need you to fucking cure racism with your Pepsi. Maybe get the guy with the twisted T to help you. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the fucking daiquiri you can take home. Exactly. But Pepsi and Twisted T come together to end racism. If pre- they present, they present the concussion, a yeah. drink. <laughs> so when so when you mix Pepsi and Twisted T together, it's called a concussion. There you go. Oh yeah. And if you can if you can stand to drink it, that's how you get the concussion. <laughs> yes. So uh, anything interesting happened? this week that you know of other than like 60 minutes saying that aliens are real and i'll say i watched it and the dude that was interviewing the guy looked so comical like you could totally parody that freaking interview (laughs) so much because the dude i don't know who the dude is on 60 minutes but he looks like a freaking i don't know dollar store bryant gumbel i don't know he looked weird he was he's a weird dude so okay i think I think it's a, I think it's a really interesting step because in in past in the past 
it, it's been basically like if you report on aliens or ghosts or you know anything like this, you're in you're loony, you're yeah. insane. Yeah, like you're immediately you're written off. And now it's sixty minutes doing this. Yeah, but it's like the government's been like, no, that shit's not real all these years. You're like, okay, guys, it's fucking real. We've been lying to you this whole goddamn time. What else do you think they've been lying about? Oh, everything. Everything. That's like, right, just, kids. Don't trust the government. Like, just just everything. I yeah. mean, like, like, okay, so like the government is basically the the government is basically like the guy that you go over to his house and he's all like, nah, man, just try it once. It ain't gonna hurt you. Like, and then like you're there for six months yeah. for all the gangbangs. <laughs> like that's <laughs> like oh. you know. And they start calling you Lucy Goosey. I mean, I'm, I'm not just, that's it's, just, you know. It's a broken window gangbang. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. This is the best podcast on the internet. <laughs> Hands down. It Hands the down. Fucking internet. Other podcasts may try, but they fall short. There's one podcast in particular whose host recently suicided his career we'll say he kramered himself the guy from oh? Kill tony tony Hinchcliffe. Oh, yeah yes yes he's, he's a he's a stand-up comic he uh recently went up after an asian comic and went on this anti well i guess it's anti-asian tirade he was just being stupid he was being fucking racist basically right and uh, initially i wanted to give the guy the benefit of the doubt because it showed a short clip and it cut off Right after he calls the crowd fucking pussies, I'm like, okay, maybe he came back from it. Right, they maybe he redeemed himself, they, right? Maybe he redeemed himself. They released his entire set, and I'm like, he did not redeem himself. He fucking doubled down further on the racism <laughs> and just kept digging his hole deeper. You know, I, like, I mean, someone needed to be there to tell him to dig up, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was just like during Asian Heritage Month, no less. You're going to like do that. Or, or maybe he's just like, you know, this will this will get me more views because people are going to be talking about it and any publicity is good publicity, right? So I think it's probably the second because, like, the thing is, you know, right now, Asian hate is a big hot topic button. Yeah. And, you know, that's not something that we it's can do, obviously. It's a hot topic button. You can go purchase it for nine ninety nine at your local hot topic. Yeah, it just says Asian you, hate on you, it. You probably That's, can. You probably it. actually really can. Yeah. yeah, you probably can buy it at a Hot Topic. We don't know, but, you know, Hot Topic, if you're out there listening. Sponsor us. Yeah, we, definitely. We we want to be your very own Slim and Gothopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> what is a Slim and Gothopotamus? I'm clearly the Slim. You're clearly the Gothopotamus. Okay. Like, <laughs> Gothopotamus, I love it. Oh God, that's our new nickname, Slim and Gothopotamus. <laughs> These bitches are Slim and Gothopotamus. And like the next week, you come on and you just got on like mascara from like your eyes all the way down to your titties, and you're like, yeah, I'm Gothopotamus. And I have a fucking like, I have hair like one of those emo kids. It's just like a fucking really shitty wig, and it's like you know over one of my eyes, and I keep flipping my hair out of my fucking face and shit <laughs> well and then i'm just pretty much myself because yeah. I'm, I'm pretty emo anyway i guess you know i've got that dark sense of humor that the kids love <laughs> yeah you're, you're like the guy on the bridge being like hey if you're gonna jump 
you should probably do it like right now so I can watch. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like if you're going to kill your neighbor's dog, use this drug. <laughs> <laughs> We're referencing stuff we talked about before the podcast started and nobody <laughs> understands. Those jokes are for us, not you listeners. <laughs> yeah, listeners. You don't get every part yeah, of us, listeners. You, you don't get to be on, on some of our inside jokes. Because <laughs> you know nothing about broken window gangbangs and... <laughs> <laughs> and your neighbor's dogs being yappy little bitches. <laughs> or maybe so you do. Yappy. And if you do, hey, you can email, email us, us and tell us about your experience with your broken window gangbangs. Or, or poisoning your neighbor's dogs. Or, or Let us know. your neighbor's dog. Let us know. You shouldn't We're do that. We're not going to rat you we, out. We do not endorse you poisoning your neighbor's dogs. We don't endorse it. Don't do it. At all. Don't do, do it. Not, do, do, not do not feed your dogs. Don't, don't feed them any sort of gum. That have xylitol in it because it will kill them. Yes, so don't do, don't that. do that. We don't endorse That's it. Not how to kill dogs with xylitol gum. But anyway, if you want to email us, it's uh, the, the email is thorninmysidepodcast at gmail.com. And that's thorn with an E because vowels are important. They cost money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vanna. Do we have any fucking email? Oh, let me check and see if we do. Time for us to get disappointed. Oh. Let's see who didn't email us. I'm even going to share the screen right now so we can <laughs> I, get, I get to see your OBS. We can, we can be disappointed in real time together. Aw, that's so sweet. I love being disappointed with you, guy. Oh, I'd rather not. I wouldn't want to be disappointed with anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Can you see my OBS now? I can see your Google flaring with the intensity of a thousand stars. Good. Jesus, that's what that's you're supposed bright. to be seeing. <laughs> All right. Guess what, guys? We don't have any emails. You've let us down once again, listeners. We still love you, though. One of these days, you'll learn how to use an email. Just like me needs to learn how to use an email because I had <laughs> shows that I'm supposed to be on on the 21st and 22nd. And I have a second job at Punchline now, and I have to email in my availability. And I emailed my availability to myself, apparently, so I've had to find people to switch shifts with me. How did you do that? I'm not good at email. I'm not good at email at all. That's fucking great, Obviously though. Obviously not. That's but fucking great, it though. It is. But I've got some articles pulled up. That we, oh, we want to jump in. Listen, it, we, we've got a recurring one. We talked about this on last season on one of the episodes, uh -huh. but Gwyneth Paltrow's goop calls lawsuit over exploding vagina scented candle frivolous. What? <laughs> yes. Frivolous? Yes. But those pussy explosions could have damaged someone. Oh, apparently we're going to jump into this. I'm not even going to read the little description up here because I'm going to re end up reading the same thing like three fucking times <laughs> Yeah, throughout yeah, the we... article. I'm going to scroll down a little bit and I'm just going to start right here. A man in Texas is suing Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle company Goop Incorporated over a vagina-scented candle that he says exploded and became engulfed in high flames. He's like, yes, the flames were on crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> the flames are all like, hey man, you got like 20 bucks. Like, <laughs> I need to get to Ardmore. <laughs> I think it's funny that it's a man that had the can candle. Well, though. you know what? He probably, they, they say that if 
they say that if you want to be successful at something that you need to surround yourself with it. So maybe he was just trying to, <laughs> maybe he's like the world's greatest wingman. He just needed to smell like pussy. You know what I mean? Okay. So in the class action complaint filed Monday, Colby Watson said he purchased a $75 candle. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Called called the smells like my vagina, my vagina from Goop's website in January. It looks like he was trying to make some goop. He was probably like about to fucking turn on the, the weird damn midget clown porn and just fucking have a have a good old go. Hook up his hook his hook up his electronic blowjob machine. Yeah. Which by the way puts us good old-fashioned blowjob machines out of work yeah just want to tell i just we work for pennies on the dollar compared to those fancy dancy electronics you got yeah support your local barnes and noble <laughs> yeah exactly anyway so you can bring a fucking candle into a bathroom okay so watson said he lit the candle for the first time on his nightstand in february when it allegedly exploded in quotation marks and became engulfed I, oh my god they fucking did it to me again like <laughs> they fucking did it to me again uh -huh. they've said yeah. the same uh -huh. thing in the yeah. very following paragraph that they, they yeah. just fucking said uh-huh oh god i hate you fucking nbc news Besides, <laughs> yeah this is from nbcnews.com guys where so, they okay. fucking repeat themselves. If you go down two paragraphs, it says, he claimed that Goop knew the candles were defective according to the lawsuit. He added that the blaze left a black burn ring on his nightstand and that the jar containing the candle was now charred and black. No injuries were reported in the complaint. He's we're in Texas, so he's like, is he... Never mind, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that guy... He's mad about a black burn ring, and his candle is now charred in black. He's like, I can't get off to this. <laughs> <laughs> a burn ring? I can't fucking get off now that my nightstand's ruined. Exactly. That's a boner killer, just having a ruined nightstand. So, I mean, do you know how many times I've sat beside a ruined nightstand and just thought, I can't do this anymore? <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's like it's nightstands are very important they have to be in pristine con condition or they exactly can, you know i don't even want my nightstand to be used <laughs> so <laughs> apparently no injuries were reported in the complaint i'm gonna read what somebody says i guess this is a goop spokesperson we're confident this claim is frivolous and an attempt to secure an outsized payout from a press-heavy product. We stand behind the brands we carry and the safety of the products we sell, said a Goop spokesperson. <laughs> Would you, you work for Goop. It's just like, <laughs> uh. Like, I, I, okay, so basically they're saying he's just trying to get money out of this. Yeah. And I, I guess I can see that, but any candle... Like, of course, a jar is going to blacken if you're burning. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're burning something like yeah. I, I've never had a single candle that at the end of it, the jar was just like crystal clear. Yeah. He's uh, yeah, that guy. I don't know. Candles usually don't explode, though. Spokesperson said something else. He's like, maybe you should stop coming on it. Like here, Heretic, the brand that supplies the candle, has substantiated the product's performance and safety through industry standard testing. How 
I wonder so, what I their mean, industry standard testing is like lighting the candle. Yeah, like lighting it and then waiting, I guess. But I mean, yeah. like, here's the thing: like, they're like behind a blast shield and shit when they light the candle. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, candles blow up all the time. <laughs> They're like, quick, stand behind this blast shield. We don't want to smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. That's fucking hilarious. I, I just want to know what her vagina smells like now. Uh, apparently, like a glue. Hey, for $75, you can find out. We should buy one. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna. That's going to be a hard pass for me. Yeah, me too. I, I don't want to know. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to know what vagina smells like. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, uh, no comment. I'm gonna. I'm no comment. <laughs> it's like they smell different. It's like snowflakes, I guess, with smell. Snowflakes <laughs> with smell. Snowflakes with smell and some roast beef tissue. You know yeah. how it is. <laughs> It's like a scratch and sniff roast beef sandwich. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Come to Arby's and try the brand new scratch and sniff roast beef sandwich. Guaranteed to starve you to death. Arby's, we have the meat. Boom, 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 boom. And you order it and they just hand you a fucking card and it just, it, and like you have to scratch it to sniff it. And it's just like, mmm, smells like food. And they're like, That's $7. Well, there's a, this isn't the first person that's had the candle explode. There were two because we the one the previous one we talked about was the lady in the United Kingdom. Right. Yeah. She had yeah. she had a, a similar incident happen. Maybe they're using the wrong kind of fire. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're using gay fire, and that's why it's blowing the candle up. Well, I mean, clearly that one woman's using UK fire. We all know that's not like American fire. Yeah. It's fucking what it, is that stupid metric system or something it, yeah it's measured in celsius it's not like our, our perfect fahrenheit yeah. fire <laughs> stupid <laughs> metric system I, or whatever i don't know how dare the rest of the world not use something as beautiful <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got inches over here y'all got fucking centimeters what kind of fucking pussy shit is that it's like centimeters are way smaller than inches do you know that europe so okay because <laughs> we're if you, we're united states we're like the texas of the world <laughs> it, it's it's fucking true so like if you want if you really want to freak someone out on the metric system all you have to do is start talking about the types of things that we keep food in and the one that always gets them like they can kind of you can say a gallon of something right and they yeah. will kind of they'll kind of get it they're like oh okay a gallon yeah okay but then if you really want to fuck them up be like yeah a quart and they're like what the fuck is a quart <laughs> <laughs> that's funny like what's a quart you it's know a, like a quart of ice cream no i don't know what that is i have no idea <laughs> what isn't a quart like 32 ounces oh god i don't even really fucking remember dude i don't either we're we're not good at our own freaking metric system. I, I know. I know that. Uh, I don't. I really don't look it up. I don't remember. I looked it up before. Oh man! When I was when I was how many ounces are in a quart? 
Uh, and then someone's going to be like, oh, it's really obvious how many ounces are in a quart. And we're going to be like, yeah, it doesn't matter. We're looking it up. Yeah, how many ounces are in a quart? Let's see. The world wants to know. In a quart. Keep going down. Down, down, down. Oh. There you go. Boom. 32. I was right. There you go. Hell I was yeah. right. Look at me. You did it. Uh, that's what I get for drinking 32 ounces all the time. I know shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not You're just, like, I, it's not I just alcoholism. things all the time. It's like I drink 32 ounces all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Only in denominations of 32 ounces, guy. Oh, man. I think we're going to just go ahead and move on from Miss Paltrow's vagina candle now. On to uh, something a little more in our wheelhouse that I, I saw a video on. This next article comes from the Daily Star, so you know it's probably reputable. Oh, sure. Apparently, a Bigfoot hunter finds a fossilized thumb bone of a creature twice the size of a human's. Okay. All right. Uh, so, a paranormal uh. author claims to have found fossilized remains of the legendary creature Bigfoot. Sasquatch Yeti. It didn't say all those. It just said Bigfoot. In a creek in Florida. So if it was in Florida, he would actually have found a skunk ape thumb. Probably so. Apparently in the, the clip uploaded on his Bigfoot anonymous TikTok page, Connor Flynn holds up the bone to the camera and shows it's much larger than his own digits. But Connor, he might just have small hands. He might. He might have like very Trump. And then you find out it is actually... That's like Trump's uh, pseudonym or whatever. <laughs> There's a video of this. I'm going to mute it and play it and see what we got. Finds a thumb bone. Let's, uh, let's, let's see if it shows anything. Let's, oh, that is a pretty big... That's a pretty big bone. All right, this is a fossil I found in a local see. creek here in Mariana, Florida. Um, it's definitely a hominid thumb bone. A it's, hominid thumb bone belongs to something that would have been much bigger than what I am and from what I know that there was no hominid species uh, other than homo sapiens um, in Florida at any time um, all right this guy they just didn't evolve here so like anybody you, wondering what didn't evolve either sir why they never found any remains of big okay I'm, I'm done listening to that guy so I mean that's one explanation or another explanation is one really fucking big dude died there yeah, it's true. It could have been a big guy. There are big people like that, but yeah, that's a it's Bigfoot man. They they still real, I guess. But yeah. So, I, you know, here's the thing. Like, do I believe Bigfoot's out there? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of wilderness for something to hide, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. There's a ton of there's a ton of virgin wilderness in the world where something could hide. Do I think we would have found something by now? Absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely. Unless there's the one theory that states that Bigfoot's actually an interdimensional being that travels oh, right. between yeah. dimensions, and that's why there's no, you know, thing of Bigfoot. So okay, so what's more what's more reasonable that Bigfoot is an interdimensional alien that travels between dimensions or that there aren't any Bigfoots? The first one's more fun to believe. <laughs> oh sure, the first one's more fun to believe. Yeah, I, I like to think you know, you hear that you hear the thing that they buried or dead, and that's why we can't find their bodies. But like you would think that we would have found 
as much yeah. as we fucking tear up shit, we would have found yeah, exactly like some kind exactly. of burial. But at the same time, for years they've been telling us that aliens aren't real. This is true, so, and now and now we absolutely we absolutely yeah, can say that, aliens could be. Well, we're saying unidentified flying objects, or right, which is why UAP unidentified be. aerial phenomenon, right, which is why I said aliens that could be. <laughs> it got me squishy. <laughs> we're gonna write that song. <laughs> UAP. <laughs> we just gotta get the get the beat and everything, and get brainstorm, and it's gonna be a hit. It'll be like something about something about docking in the great aliens docking in me. Yeah, I can yeah. see that in my UAP. In your UAP, unidentified yeah. aerial phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> it can work, guy. It can work. And listeners could support us, and we can make this a possibility. <laughs> I mean, you guys can if you want. We're not asking. Yeah, I mean, but... you totally can. Yeah, like, yeah. Fucking... It's, it's on our anchor page. There's actually a link where you can support if you want to support the podcast. But you know, I don't expect anybody to do that. Now, what would be really funny is if you would fucking email us some lyrics. Yeah, yeah. If you got any ideas for lyrics, you can always email us at Thorn in My Side Podcast. At gmail.com. E. Don't forget the E because vowels are important. They cost money. All right, Vanna. So, what's this about uh, your second tab, a third oh, tab up there? God, you, you fucking son of a bitch. It was supposed to be a fucking surprise. How? It's not a surprise. I can a, see it. I know you can, but see, here, I'll just do this and you can see he, it even more now. Fuck. He, he, Let's just. <laughs> I got to say, <laughs> he's mad because I can read, ladies and gentlemen. It's it, this is uh this is from one of the most reputable news sources ever. Okay, they bring you the hard hitting. Is this Vice? Shut the fuck up! Yes, it is. Is this a God fucking Vice it, article? Vice. It's a goddamn Vice article. I was trying to build I, up to it, and I you just pulled the rug. Dude, I knew as soon as you started complimenting them that it had to fucking be Vice. There was it, no other. There was no other fucking news source that it was going to well, be. Well, this is the type of hard hitting uh, news that Vice brings to work you. that they do. Yes, this is their. Okay, this this article from Vice is this made by that same guy? Probably. Straight guys, here's why you should give pegging a chance. Yes. All right, let, and, and, I, I, you right know what? I'm it, drinking. Let's do this. All right. It says into butt stuff, but don't quite know how to ask for it. Here's what to do. Okay, let me break this down for you, straight straight guys. If you're listening and you think you might be into butt stuff, this is what you do. You walk up to your girlfriend and be like, "Hey, um, if I got you a strap on, would you fuck me with it?" And that's that. End of story. Yeah, Vice, you didn't need to write an article on that. Okay. And if she looks at you like you're weird, get yourself another girlfriend. <laughs> One that doesn't mind fucking you. Eh, that's a that's sound advice. Let's see what Vice has to say about it. <laughs> so we're I'm gonna read the article. I feel like I should read this in a woman's voice. Because, <laughs> no, oh I'm gonna God. read it in a burly voice. The first man I ever paid was far <laughs> from a fountain of wisdom, oh but when he described including ass play in the bedroom as going from a PlayStation 1 to a PlayStation 4, it became my go-to for explaining why men should let me inside them. 
the role reversal and power that comes with plowing into a man's huge hairy arse as opposed to him plowing into my huge hairy arse is a pleasure that can't really be matched uh, by any other. Okay, okay, wait a second. Scroll up for a second. Scroll up. I, who? Uh, damn it, Ad. Damn it, you fucking banner. Gina Tonic. Okay, okay. Gina Tonic, I love you. Let's keep reading. Okay. <laughs> okay, we were uh, asking, asking a number of women. Yeah. Asking a number of women their reasons for partaking and pegging. The answer coming up trumps what trumps was the feeling of dominating their partner for guys the response was along the same lines there's a release for me just giving up power and allowing my partner to take control of me says ben 33 getting on my hands and knees and just being fuck senseless just feels incredible yes it does ladies and gentlemen i have been a barnes and noble employee for so long that i can definitely tell you that being on your hands and knees and getting fucked relentlessly does feel incredible oh so outside of relationship dynamics sex therapist and bear dating app co-founder jillian myhill reminded me that the most obvious reason men want to get fucked in the ass is their prostate Sure. This is because a guy's prostate is basically the male G-spot, and having it yeah. stimulated can induce a completely different kind of orgasm that the average straight cis guy hasn't experienced before. That's absolutely true. Whatever your reason for wanting the strap, asking your girlfriend if she's DTF with pegging might seem intimidating. In this case, follow our tips below. <laughs> oh, God. Number gauge one. your audience. Gauge your audience. <laughs> it sounds like comedy, man. It's like gauge your audience. It's like the fucking rules for pegging are the same as comedy. <laughs> Either way, you're getting fucked. <laughs> Get one. Gauge your audience. If your girlfriend has never touched your arse, tossed your salad, or told you that she wants wants to don a strap on, it's probably not the best idea to dive right in with just fuck me already. Much like the anus itself, it's better to ease into it gradually and don't be shocked if your shagging partner isn't exactly sure what pegging is. Work out why you want to be pegged so much and approach your girlfriend with that information. A seductive explanation will hopefully turn your girlfriend on and into your new dom top. Uh, Al's 27. I guess that somebody is 27 said that. Some I, I don't know. Yeah. The, the, we'll, we'll just jump to number two. Get your tools ready. It's got anything for that? <sighs> okay, I'm sorry. I was reading up. Oh. Uh, if you think fumbling for a condom in the dark is a turnoff, imagine the absolute buzzkill of getting your girl all pent up for a bit of pegging to reveal you can't actually do it for the next three to five working days. Kelsey 20... <laughs> Roads closed for construction, apparently. <laughs> Kelsey 28 says being handed a strap on and asked to fuck her big is her biggest fantasy, which is what essentially happened the first time she pegged a guy. During a threesome, I was asked by the other girl if I wanted to peg the guy then appeared with the strap on and he assumed the position being caught off guard is what made it so hot when i arranged it with a different guy he was keen but i had to buy a strap on and it felt weirdly transactional and less hot yeah when you when money comes involved i could see that 
But if whipping, but if whipping out an elaborate collection of dildos and harnesses at your moment's notice isn't for you, maybe try including your partner in your next sex toy purchase instead. Being asked to peg someone while shopping for sex toys always sounds sexy to me. Ouch, daydreams. Browsing with a partner and them leading me to a strap-on and asking me there. You know, here, here's the thing. Have you ever just been, We, you and I have been in porn stores before. Oh, yeah, definitely. And there was that one morning that one old guy was trying to, I don't know, that, that's a weird story. Anyway, like, I, I've never just, I've never been to a porn store where there's a lot of guys and just, you know, overheard one be like, hey, honey, you want to fuck me? Like, just, that's never been like a thing that I've, that I've heard. Um, so... I think maybe this is one of those things where people feel uncomfortable or unsure about talking about it. Yeah. And here's the thing. As many times as you read, as you read stuff like this and you go through tips, just be honest with the person that you're with. Just be yeah. like, Hey, I'd like you to do this. And if you could, would you please? And then we'll just move on to number three. All right. These are turning out to be the site. These would be applicable to comedy too. Make it sexy. Do you make your stand-ups sexy? Always. Yeah, always. Is is that just you being there, or is it like me being there? Okay. Try showing your interest by asking for a cheeky finger or a rim job, maybe even a rusty trombone, before moving on to the pegging discussion. (laughs) That way, my hill explodes. I hate you. I fucking hate you. (laughs) What did I do? Are you okay? God, God damn it! I, I almost killed my co-host. I'm sorry. Oh. Woo, okay. Sorry. Sexy trombone got me. Rusty trombone. Yeah. Oh. That way, my hell explains. You could suggest the strap during your dirty talk as she circles her finger around the inside of your <laughs> anus, massaging your prostate, whispering in her ear how much you would enjoy feeling something bigger. I don't know about the rest of the ladies reading this quote, but the idea has instigated a bit of a wide on. What the fuck? All the women I interviewed for this piece explained pegging was a massive turn-on for them, as well as their partners. So when you're getting shagged, do keep in mind that this isn't just for you. It's for both of you. (laughs) 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 Which, with each of the gals going in on how they used pegging to unlock their dominant side, try playing into being the subby little bitch you've always wanted to be. (laughs) Fuck! Okay, okay. I, I want to. I actually kind of want to hear from our our listeners. Is this something you guys are into? Is this something that any of our guy listeners, it, guys, if you're out there, really seriously, like hit us up on the Facebook forum, hit us up on on email. I really want to know. Is this something that you would, would be interested in doing? Be confident. It's There's all the rules more, of stand up. All the rules of fucking stand up comedy. Stand up comedy and pegging are hand in hand. There's a there's a there's a comedy there's a joke in there somewhere. Oh, I know yeah. you can fish it out. <laughs> maybe with some maybe with some of them bussy anal beads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Summer just got cooler. <laughs> bussy anal beads. Sadly, 
Many men do not journey into anal play, my hill laments. Questions of sexuality, embarrassment, attached to cleanliness and shame being the top reasons. Ha ha ha, top reasons. These worries are, unfortunately, the reason a guide on how to ask about pegging needs to exist in the first place. But does it? I think we've just did the guide by reading this article. But if you're confident in your desires and include your partner in the fantasy, there's a little reason your other half can't argue against your proclivity for pegging. Being coy isn't going to get your point across. And if you're lost for bold ways to ask for butt stuff, follow 27-year-old Alex's advice. Ask me to peg the same way a high school teen would ask a date to prom. Stand outside my window on a Friday night. Write the word pegging in gasoline and light it on fire as you hold a boombox playing Peter Gabriel. Okay, actually, if someone were to do that to me, that first of all, I'd call nine one one and have them reported. But secondly, that's fucking funny. Like, yeah, that, that I, is funny. I want to. I want to know how many people are actually like into this though. Like, like obviously, there's the the anal orgasm, which is different, of course, than you know, like a normal orgasm. But yeah. But like, I, I don't know. I, I I know a lot of guys, and and all of them are pretty much like nothing goes near my ass. Yeah. It's like, it's like one of the, it's, it's, you know, it's like one of those like really closely guarded secrets. The only thing, the only way you're getting in there is with like a six pack. Like, I mean, (laughs) yeah. Or, or you're a doctor. Yeah. Or you're a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Usually a six pack of work though. And a promise never to tell anyone like I've ever kept that promise. (laughs) It's like you go, to, you go to your doctor and he hands you a six pack. <laughs> like, don't tell of, anyone. Yeah, don't tell anyone. I thought you were a doctor. Like, I am, but I'm unlicensed. I'm a, I'm unlicensed. And also, also, I've got this really great peg and strap on. I bought over the weekend. I need you to try it out with me because I'm a female proctologist. <laughs> Are those a thing? Yes. If you're a female proctologist, let us know. Because I'd like to know if they exist. <laughs> that would be weird. What? I don't know. Would it be we weirder we... to get... get what? I mean... Okay, so I had I, I had an ingrown hair one time. Uh-huh. And it was like right beside my balls. And it was like one of those things where it had gotten like to the size of like... Um, I guess like two lima beans. Like it was... It's gotten big, right? Yeah. And it was infected. And so I had to go and have it cut open. I had to go have it lanced. Yeah. And and there was a woman that did that. And it was like the most embarrassing thing to go through because I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to show like I she's going to see my junk. Like, you know, yeah. it was like it, it was like that kind of thing. It's like, oh, my God, I can't just show her my. But of course, you know, she's a doctor. She's, she's junk all the time. She's seen dicks before. I'm sure. Yeah, ex- exactly. Exactly. I mean, you, in order to be like a general practitioner, you have to go, I think, through like it's like 10,000 hours of, of training or whatever. So it's like, like I look at 10,000 dicks before you can become a doctor. <laughs> it's, I think it's like 10,000 hours for general practitioner. And if you want to be a specialist, I think it's 30 to 40,000 hours of training. I believe don't quote me on that, but I believe it's true. I think it's like 10,000 um, 10, hours to be a, be a successful stand up comic too. Right. <laughs> uh, 
so you're you're knocking on the door of that, right? No, Is that no way. No <laughs> fucking way at all. Not in two years. I haven't did that many open mics or shows. Or open shows. You have to think you get five minutes at most mics. That's true. 10,000 hours at five minutes a mic. The most you're probably going to get is maybe at this level, 15, maybe 20. You'd have to, you, you'd have to be doing it from birth. Oh yeah. I guess, I guess I could count my, uh, my childhood, but I wasn't actively pursuing comedy that I don't guess. Well, I mean, you were a joke, so I mean. Yeah, exactly. I've always, uh, I've always used comedy to, I guess, shield the blows. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I have. It's my sense of humor, and it's pretty fucking dark. My sense of humor and my mounting, crippling depression. <laughs> I just have to find people that have a dark sense of humor and build a fan base. That's all I got to that, do. That's true. That's, that's true. That's really what it's about is finding your fan base. If anybody, if I've learned anything from anybody, it's from ICP because they found their fan base, those crazy fuckers, and with no talent, hardly. I mean, <laughs> like very little talent. I mean, I love they're they're they've they got a great gimmick. Love the guys to death, but there there are so many more ta- more talented rappers out there. They had a great gimmick though, and I they they did have a great gimmick. I, it's just funny. It's just funny to hear you be like, yeah, just no, just no talent, just scraping like right along the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, back back when I was first listening to them, I thought they were the shit. But like as For I sure. grew and listening yeah. to other music, I'm like, man, they're they're not good at all. But you know, when you're a fucking kid and young and stupid and still have mysticism in your life. And you hear a gimmick, and then you're like, oh, you fuckers just believe in God? You're lame. (laughs) You're just evangelical Christians in paint? What are you, fucking scary Christians? That's basically what they were. I mean, no hate, but yeah, at the same time, it was just like, man, I wish you would have just came out and said that. I could have fucking saved all this money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, I mean, but you have to admit... For years, you were really, really into the idea of all of the cards dropping. Yeah, and then it happened. And like, and you, like, dude, you used to evangelize, like, oh, the cards, go- what do you think is going to happen, guy, when the cards yeah, drop? Yeah, exactly. And, and nothing happened. Nothing. And, and, and I told you that. I was like, I don't think anything. And you're like, oh, guy, it's going to be great. I'm still like, okay. Then the, the, yeah, then, then that's like, you know, now I just don't have hope for anything. <laughs> It's like so much disappointment in my life. So many things have let me down. I'm just like, my default setting is disappointed. Well, I'm glad that uh, disappointed is something you walk into when we go to our emails every month. And by the way, guys, if you're out there and you want to email us, you can. You can. At Thorn in My Side. Podcast. Yeah, I don't have the email address. Thorn in My Side Um, podcast at gmail.com. That's Thorn with an E. Thorn with an E. Those vowels are important. They don't give those bitches out for free. They don't. They don't. And, and I think, what, what are vowels? $50 or 100 I don't know. I mean, doesn't it depend on what you land on the wheel? I haven't watched Wheel of Fortune in a while. And you know what? I wonder when Pat Sajak's going to like go the way of Alex Trebek. <laughs> when, when is he going to get cancer? Is that what you're asking? I don't, well, you know, didn't Alex Trebek die? Yes. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. I I know that, like, I remember when I first found out that he died, I wanted to, like, go and and tweet suck at Trebek. (laughs) 
<laughs> or like no, it was when Sean Connery or one of them died because Sean Connery died first. Yeah, and then Alex Trebek died. Uh huh. And the the first thing they're, they're just like when Sean Connery died, I think I thought "suck it, Trebek" <laughs> or something like that because you know the fucking SNL sketch, like right, one, yeah, one of the better ones. Apparently, SNL's garbage now. I don't know. I haven't watched it lately. I, the only the only thing that I love out of SNL and have ever loved out of SNL is the Totinas uh, oh, pizza yeah. roll. Yeah, 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 another one you're talking about. I love that. I love that joke so much. And Kirsten Stewart was in the one that was my favorite one. God, she was brilliant in that. That's funny, man. It's been a pretty wild ride. Anything else to talk about that's going on in the world? I. I mean, there's a lot. Of I mean, there's lots of stuff going on in the world right now. A lot of depressing shit going on in the world right now. I mean, I mean, if we, if we want to talk about like, uh, you know, uh, I guess the things that's happening in the Middle East right now with the bombs and the oh, yeah, the the Palestinians and the Israelis, the, the con, which I, you know, I, I I've been I haven't really been paying attention the the last week or so because I, I you know, I needed time to unplug. I I just I yeah, took like yeah. a week off from all everything. Yeah. Um. So and then it's happened. That happened while. So I like for for once I have no idea what's going on. I'm not informed at, at all. Apparently, it's been going on for like 80 years. So. Yeah. So they're, they're, the last 80 years is not plugged in. Yeah, just, they, they're just probably lo- showing it what's going on. I know there's a lot of stuff on Reddit, and I don't see anything good on Reddit about it. And it's just like, yeah, that's sad. You're you're shooting kids and laughing about it. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> um, very horrible. You, you know I. I just, I, I think, you know, my heart goes out to everyone embroiled in the conflict. And, and I really hope that, I mean, I know that this is a futile hope, but I, I hope that it can end soon and that some sort of peace can be established. But, um, you know, I'm not going to hold my breath for that. So, yeah, you'd be holding your breath a long time. Well, for the rest of my life. Well, this started in the 40s, apparently. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, I, I don't know. It just, I don't un- I don't understand why people can't just get do along. two things. Why- yeah, they can't get along. What two things, really easy. One, mind your own business. Yep. And two, treat everyone like you want to be treated. Yep. It's all boils down to beliefs though. People believe different and they're so passionate about their beliefs. I guess they're well, willing to kill other people, but would that they goes die back to for fact- their own? Huh? That that goes back to fact number 1. Mind your own business. Yeah. Definitely. That's their beliefs. Definitely. Like, 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 you know, I have, I, I have beliefs that my friends don't subscribe to. We, we talk about this sometimes. Yeah. I believe in ghosts. I, I, I do because of experiences that I've had, and I believe in those, in those things. But, um, you know, other people don't, and that's okay. I'm not going to sit there and be like, you don't believe in ghosts. You're wrong. No, I can't do that. It's none of my business what you believe. Yeah. I can tell you what I what I've seen and what I've experienced, and if that sways your opinion any on the matter, then that's cool. But if not, then that's still just my own anecdotal experience. I can't really, you know, whatever. Yeah. So the same thing is true for all religions. Like, if your religion, so long as your religion isn't like killing other people, practice it. You know. Yep. Most so, definitely. But, you but, know, religion's a, it's a weird thing. It's a weird, yeah. weird thing. Yeah, I, like, I don't. 
It's like, why well, don't I understand some Christians that say they don't believe in ghosts? And I'm like, well, what about the Holy Ghost? Yeah, it, exactly. I mean, it, 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 it is funny because, well, you, you meet some Christians that say that they, I, I like it when some Christians come up and they're like, well, I, I, I'm not Christian, I'm spiritual. But then they'll start counting like all of these things that happen in the Bible, but then they discount other things. And it, it's just like, look, you can't pick or choose. It's all or nothing. Like, yeah. Either you do or you don't. And most people that I have ever met just simply don't and think they do. I don't know. I heard somebody describe the Bible on a podcast earlier, and it made sense. It's like, like a, a book of, of poetry that you can read and get inspiration from, but it's just a book that people go and have read to them through somebody else's filter and allows yeah. control, which yeah. that's what always made me mad about church when I was a kid because they would be like reading something, and I'm like, they're saying it one way. I'm like, no, nah, that's not that's not how it is. That's right. That's not. No, it can't be that way. I, I see it a different way, and it's just like y'all are stupid. <laughs> like it, you're you're, my... you're coming to a place to have somebody read you a book, right? You don't want to read it yourself. I guess maybe you do read it yourself, but still. In, in my mind, I think that the Bible itself is a very beautiful piece of fiction. It is. It's. It has a lot of really wonderful parts in it that are meant to inspire, and and some parts in it that are just, frankly, ter terrifying, horrific parts yeah. in it as well. Um, but but, in my mind, what it is is just a book, and church to me is a book club where everyone goes and no one's read the fucking book. <laughs> they get the cliff notes. Yeah, exactly. They. It, it's like. It's like if you had a it's like if you had a, a book review uh about a book and then the teacher just read you like an an annotated version of the story and we're just like and 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 then didn't even like read the like read the story as intended they're like this is what I think this story means. It's like like imagine if you were to go to Moby Dick if you were to go to class and your teacher were to bring out Moby Dick and they were be, and, and like they're like yeah this is a story about a whale that gets his revenge. And I'm like, are you sure that this is what this story is about? He's like, yeah. And, and about the one casket in the end that's worth it. I was like, and, that doesn't. And it's, uh, and the class is super weird because the teacher's Moby. <laughs> the musician Moby? <laughs> yes. The musician Moby. <laughs> <laughs> no, the whale Moby Dick. <laughs> oh. He's like, it's like you go to the Moby Dick class, and he's like, yeah, I'm Moby. And then he pulls down his pants like, this is my dick. And it's like, what What class is this? They're like, Moby Dick. It's like, am I supposed to be drawing it or taking up taking notes? God, shut up. <laughs> I hope you brought your strap on. <laughs> God, we're going to take turns fucking Moby. Moby. Like, just. Oh, that's great. They said if we're they said if we're good that Heather Nova would show up later. Like, come on. Who's Heather Nova? She did a song with Moby called Straight to Hell. Well, she did a remake of the song. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We're uh looks like we're pulling up to the end here. You got anything <laughs> you want to plug this week? Yes, I do. Oh, uh, your album, right? My album, yeah. So it comes out on June 1st. It is called The House That Fire Built. You can pre-buy uh, pre it now on Apple and all other uh, 
you know, major supply or major suppliers, like major marketplaces. Wherever fine music is sold. <laughs> Wherever fine music is sold. Uh, that's Ismaia Brown, I-Z-M-E-I-A-H. And then brown, like the color, no relation. Well, I mean, some relation, but then brown got big. Anyway, so um, the, again, the the uh, the name of the album is The House That Fire Built. So check it out and uh, let me know what you think. Shoot us an email if you hear it. Yeah, definitely check that out. Um, let me see. What do I have that I want to plug? I mean, oh, yeah, I was recently on episode two of California Days, the second yes. episode. It, uh, it's out. You can watch that at forty on the YouTube channel 45 Minutes In. Mm-hmm. My friends, well, Matt Medina and Cameron Almada, that's their channel. We all got together and we made this little... It's a, it's a nod to Huel Hauser and the show he used to do. I forget what the name of it. I think California Gold or something like that. And yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty decent little it's a neat little show. I had fun making it. Is it linked on our Facebook? I did link it on the Thorn in My Side uh, Facebook group. So if you're on the Facebook group, you can check that out. Also, if and you want to. If you're not on the Facebook group, be sure to join because it's free. Yeah, we have, I think last I checked, we have 69 members. Let's shoot for 420 next, guys. Nice. Yeah, I think Taylor nice. Evans was member number 69. I'll just give a huge shout out to Taylor Kid Rock Evans. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But anyway. You got any other shows you're doing? Uh, anything coming um, up? Well, nothing that anyone will probably catch by the time this comes out. As That's I said, fair. I have. A show the twenty first and the twenty second at Scotty's Hideaway in Roseville, I believe that's where it's at. And yeah, those two shows. Other than that, I got a show next Wednesday at Vince's on the twenty sixth as well. And those are the only three shows I got coming up after that. There's nothing but a bunch of working and yeah, working. <laughs> but. If you want to follow me on social media, I have YouTube, The Southern Reject, The Southern Reject on Instagram, Southern Reject on Twitter, add me on Facebook, David Thorne. I have a Southern Reject page on Facebook as well, and always the Thorne in My Side podcast Facebook group. Join that. Feel free to post in it. And don't forget our email address, thorninmysidepodcast at gmail.com, and that's Thorne with an E. Because vowels are important. Anyway, guys, that is all that I have for you today. Do you have anything else for him, Izzy? Yeah, we love you guys. We love you guys. Thanks again. This has been episode 30 of Thorn in My Side. Have a good day.